0: Oh my gosh, hello, it has been forever. Um, I'm J Cloud. welcome back to the Cosmos. This is the Lunar Lunar Stellar Show. It's been so long. It's been such a busy summer. Um, I'm going to not talk about it right now. I'm going to talk about it in a later episode, which is currently being scripted today. Since it's a nice easy episode, it doesn't take long to make. I'm going to be reading chapter 4 of the Sun Trail. So, let's go. Central Chapter 4 Great stood on top of the rocks in the hill downlight, his fur buffeted by the wind. All the cats, even the kits, were gathered around Stone Teller, who stood on a boulder near the waterfall. Those leaving with shaded moss with shaded moss, stood close together. Great watched them flexing upon impatiently, exchanging excited, apprehensive glances. As they waited for Stone Teller to speak, clear sky broke from Shaded Moss' group. To head over to where Grayling stood beside their mother and brother. Goodbye, he murmured, brushing his muzzle against Quiet Rain's shoulder. And then Gray Wings, before stooping to touch Jagged Peak's ear with his nose, I hope everything will go well for you. And who knows, he added, trying to sound cheerful. One day I might come back and meet you. Gray Wing exchanged a, planty, a glance with Quiet Rain, seeing that she knew perfectly well you, that that would never happen. But neither of them spoke or thought about Travel safely, my son, Quiet rain, you. Why can't I come with you? Jagged Peak broke in loudly. Quiet Rain sits, silenced him with a, with a glance. The young kid scrubbed silently at the loose pebbles beside him. Quiet Rain's glance drifted beyond him to the small pile of stones that covered the Are you sure you won't come? Clear sky, meowed to Greenland. It won't be a scene without you. Greywing touched his mother, his muzzle, his muzzle to Clear Skies and the two brothers' fine tails. I'm sorry I have to do this without me, Greywing responded, lost in his heart like an eagle's talent, but my place is here with Quiet Rain and Jack Rain. I'm glad they've to care for me, so Clear Sky told him. He dipped his head one last time and patted back to stand beside Price Tree. She held her head up, but Greywing could see the uncertainty in her eyes. At last, Stone Teller flicked her tail toward Shaded Moss. Tonight the moon will be full, she knew, it's time for you to leave us. Shaded Moss, do you wish to speak? The sturdy, black-and-white tom leaped up onto the boulder beside her and glanced around at the assembled caps. We trust the tellers upon the to know where our future lies, he began. We will follow the path to the rising sun, but we will always carry the mountains, and all of you, in our hearts. That won't stop us missing you, Misty what Water what, what, muttered. Shaded Moss bowed his head in respect to the elder, and he I hope that with fewer cats to feed, the hunting will become easier. Oh, Shaden Moss finished speaking. Stone Teller touched his shoulder with her tail and took a step forward. I thank you, Shaden Moss, and all departed cats for your selfless courage. This is the greatest gift that you could give us. We will never forget you. She took a breath and focused her bright green gaze on the cats with shade Moss. You'll we'll meet strange creatures on your journey, she continued. Hairless creatures called Two Legs because they walk on their hind legs. And shiny roaring beasts that seem like monsters, that seem that seem like monsters, racing along hard black tracks we call the Thunderpaths. Turtletail's eyes stretched wide, and she let out a gasp of dismay. "Mean those are real?" she asked. "I thought they were just Elders' tales." Stone shook her head. "They're real, but they can be avoided. The monsters seem unable to leave uh, to leave the Thunderpaths, but you'll still need to use all your time. Voice sounded more anxious now. Don't forget that there will be new enemies too. Not just birds, but foxes and badgers. Did I tell you that there might even be trouble from other, cu- from other cats? Chained Moss dipped his head. <coughs> we discussed all this, don't tell him. Don't forget Cloud Spots put in. Dappled Pelt. Dappled Pelt and I know a lot about herbs and pills. If things go wrong, we'll get the help. The old white, great, the old white cat's whisk twisted and her shoulders and her shoulder foot began to rise. Raylan's pads t- tingled <laughs> with apprehension, as he realized that she wasn't as certain as she had always seen. Trust nothing, Stone Teller meowed urgently, but your own instincts. Chin Moss laid his tail reassuringly over Stone Teller's back. We-, we will learn as we travel, he responded gently. We have trusted you to send us to a descendant. Now trust us to travel safely and to find this new place to live. Stone teller let out a long sigh. She slid from the rock and padded over to those who were leaving the Shady Moss, touching her nose to each cat's shoulder as she spoke. Find someone that suits all of you, she knew. Tall Shadow, your gift for stalking and guile. Clear Sky, your gift for bringing down birds from the air. Turtletail, your speed and sharp eyes. Reinswept Flower, your ability to track far off play by alone. All of your talents must find the right place to blossom. She gazed at the cats, her green eyes full of love, and grief. "Good luck." She added, "At last." Shaden Moss waved his tail and led his group down the rocks toward the pool by the waterfall. "Goodbye," Wing called, his gaze fixed on his brother. "Stay safe." "Good riddance," is what I say. "Do we leave "Cowards! They're just leaving us all to starve." "Right," twisted Branch agreed. "Well, we don't need them." Wing stood beside Quaid and watched the departing cats as they wound their way down the mountainside until they were out of sight. The, the remaining cats stood for a moment in silence, looking at one another. The tribe seemed so small now, with so few cats. Grigling realized elders and kits now the stronger, now outnumbered the stronger cats. His paws tingled with apprehension, but he crushed it down. We can't stand here all day, he out at last. Stone song, Twisted Ranch, Dooley. We should hunt. Well, well, it's still like What? Dooley flashed her tail. Have you forgotten I'm expecting kids? You don't let like us forget it, Greenland thought, though he stopped himself from speaking the words loud. We're the strongest cats left behind, he went on quietly. We must try to catch enough food for every Twisted Ranch nodded, a look of determination in his eyes. You're not Stone Teller. You don't get to order me around, Dooley fired. She paused for a beat, then shrugged. Okay, I'll hunt. As Stone Toller began to lead, the rest of her tribe down to the cape. Sharp Hale and, and, Silver, Fros, and Silver Frost stood by. We'll hunt too, Silver Frost announced. We might not be as young as you, but our claws are still sharp. Right, Sharp Hale agreed. Owe oh, it to the cats who have gone not to live up now. We need to find a new way to survive. Thank you, Grey just responded, grateful for the older Tom's wisdom. Leaving the other cats behind, Greywing trucked along the cliff edge, moving away from the the mountains seemed even quieter than usual. He paused from time to time, straining his ears for any sign of the traveling cats farther along the valley. He gazed around him in the hope of catching one last look at them, but they had vanished near to the snow and rocks. I'll never see them again. A dark shadow passed over Graydon's head, and he looked up to see a young hawk spinning the surface of the snow as if it too was searching. As it mounted into the air again, Grayling flung himself up, remembering Clear Sky's favorite His claws snagged one. He and the hawk fell to the ground together and rolled over the sky. Grayling felt towns rake through his paw. With a yowl of mingled pain and fury, he sank his claws into the hawk and brought his teeth together in, his, in its throat with a swift snap. The hawk went limp, puffing Grayling scrambled to his paws and shook the snow off his belt. Then he picked up the hawk by the neck and began plodding back to the cave. Very strong, barred wings traveling in the sky. By the time he reached the path, just behind the waterfall, the other hunting cats were up, also there. Stone Song and Silver Frost had each caught a mouse, and Twisted Branch and leaf were dragging a snow herd behind them. We caught it together. Twisted French mumbled through a mouthful of fur. I chased it and it doubled back right into dewey leaf's cross. It was great. The other cats gathered around us. The hunters dropped their prey on the floor of the cave. Even so, thought that town seemed quiet and empty with so few remaining. Their voices seemed to echo strangely as they shared the prey, taking a mouthful and then exchanging with one another. I will hunt tomorrow, quiet rain promised. So will I, hollow tree agreed, brushing her tail along the flank of her mate Stone Song. How do we take turns, Stone Song suggested. So every cat keeps their hunting skills sharp, and no cat has to go out every day. Stone Teller gave the dark, Great, Happy Tom in a on. A very good idea, Stone Song. Would you like to arrange it? Stone with eyes glinted at his healer's voice. I'd be glad to. Grayling glanced at his front mates and caught the same look of determination on all their faces. He felt reassured that the sacrifice of the cat's woodlock would not be wasted. We can make this work. A pop parting him in the side woke Grayling the next morning. He blinked blurry in the light that slanted through the waterfall and made out Stone Song standing over. Are you okay to hunt? The top, the Tabataa asked. I'm arranging a new plants starting today. Quite rain and hollow tree are going out, and I'll go myself. I want to find out if four cats hunting every day are enough. Sure. the The light from the cave entrance was brighter than Graylin could see it for maybe days, as if the sun had shining outside. Maybe that's a good sign. He thought. Better than trying to hunt in a blizzard, anyway. As he looked toward the entrance, he heard the swift pattering of paws behind him and jagged. Peaks' voice froze. Greywing, wait for me! Greywing turned as Jagged Peaks sk- skidded to a halt beside him. I want to hunt with you, the c- kid announced. Greywing suppressed a side. Here two play with the other kids. I only want to do dumb stuff, Jagged Peaks muttered. pouncing on a pebble and pretending it's an eagle. I want to pounce on the real eagles. An eagle would just make a mouthful of you, Greywing, meow. Would not, Jagged peak protested. I'm big, I'm the oldest kid, I should be allowed to hunt. Reluctantly, Grayling admitted to himself that his brother had come. Maybe it is time to start a train. It's something you've never come to. What's the matter? Quiet Rain asked, patting up to him. Jagged peak, are you making a nuisance of yourself? He wants to learn how to hunt, Grayling exclaimed, before Jagged peak could reply. He caught a swift flash of fear in his mother's eyes, as if she was thinking of all the dangers outside the cave for a cat for a cat as small as Jagged Peak. He's so young. Jagged Peak's fur bristles. I'm the oldest. Greywing slapped his tail over his tail, finding himself an indignant glare. He is nearly old enough to. Quiet Rain. When his mother still looked doubtful, he added, "Better he comes with me than tries to sneak out on his own." Quiet Rain hesitated for a moment longer, then gave her a reluctant nod. All right. Turn to Jagged Peak," she added. "Stay with Graywin and do exactly what he tells you." Jagged Peak nodded vigorously. His eyes were bright and he began pacing with excitement. "Let's go!" Graywin held Jagged Peak back with his tail as the kit tried to scamper up the path that led kinder wonderful. "The first thing you have to learn," he said, "is not to go dashing off. Follow me and keep quiet." Though Jagged Peak's eyes still sparkled, he settled down and padded after Graywin. Quiet rain brought up the ridge. Stone Song and Hollow Tree had already left when he merged into the open. Graywin saw them together finding the opposite side. Quiet rain caught up to Jagged Peak, hesitating, renewed good hunting before she headed up the rocks toward the top. of the corner. Graywin guessed that she would have rather stayed with her kid, but she knew she had to concentrate on her own hunting. Okay, he began. Most important to remember is that out. Is that out here you can be prey too? Some of these birds are strong enough to fly away with a full grown cat in town. Always beware of what's going on over your head. Got it? Jagged Peaks' eyes stretched wide. Got it. Gray Lane was relieved that his brother seemed to be taking the warning seriously. The next thing he went on is searching for prey. Trudging around is pointless. Just scare the animals back into their holes. Use your eyes and nose and taste the air for Try it now and see if you can pick up anything. Mm-hmm. Jagged Peep st- stood still, his ears pricked and his jaws parted. His gaze moved around, taking in the snow covered slopes. Raymond was glad to see that he kept casting glances upward as well. Can you spot anything? He asked, passing over. Jagged Peep dipped his head, looking forward. No. Don't worry, neither can I, Raymond told him. He doesn't usually come this close to me. We're gonna look somewhere else in a moment, but first I want to show you how to stalk. You have to learn to get as close as you can to your prey without a falling. How do you think you might do that? Jagged Peak crouched down into the snow. Into the snow. Keep as small as I can, he suggested. Right. But when you're small on the ground, don't drop so little that clogs first. and slows you down. Who would this? The Graven lowered himself into into position so that his belly fur was just brushing the surface. And he crept forward slowly and came. Jagged Peak stayed by his side, probably. That's good, Gray. I'm the impressed by how quickly his brother was learning. And what about scent? How can we you stop the gray from scenting you before you're close enough to pounce? Jagged Peak thought for a moment, this was His was just quote when big I don't know. Think about winds, Jay, Grey wind Wind. Jagged Peak sank into deep thought again. I know, he explained at last, the moon carries scent so I've got to make sure it's blind for my prey to me and not the other one. Gray let out a satisfied proof. We'll be a hunter in no time. Now let's go and see what we can find. Don't forget to keep looking at the bag. We led the way up the slope to the ridge. This is a good place for finding snow he told Jagged people. Remember that their fur turns white in the cold season, so it's hard to spot them unless they're against the bear dogs. And they're very fast, so you need to get as close as you can before it before they know you're there. If you end up chasing one, you'll like me. As he spoke, Grayling realized that Jagged Peak was d- distracted, constantly sharing into the distance. Jagged Peak was gazing around again. Grayling stopped, irritated, but before he could speak, he spotted, he spotted movement among the rocks above. The white filled body of a hare was just visible between two boulders. Imagine Jagged Peak, he flipped his ears in the direction of I want to see if you can catch it," he whispered. Dragon Peak's eyes widened in excitement. Crouching down carefully, he crept closer to his friend He forgot the wind. Grayling realized. But he said nothing. Yeah. Dragon Peak had covered about half the distance when the hair suddenly sat up. Its long ears erect and its nose twitching. Then it burst from the shelter of the boulders and fled across the slope. Snow sprang from under its paws. Letting out a yowl of frustration, Jagged Peak heard a little As he was so small and light, his paws skimmed easily across the surface of the snow, dragging the race down. At first, Jagged Peak seemed to be gaining ground, but the hair was big and stronger so he and soon started to outpace. We're going to lose it, Grayman thought, forcing his muscles to bunch and stretch. In an effort to catch up, a heartbeat later, a harsh cry right out. A hawk plummeted from the sky, talons outstretched. The hare let out a squeal of terror, scurried away, heading back toward Jack's peak. And, and I hate to leave you guys on a cliffhanger, and we're not done the chapter yet. But I kind of have to go somewhere, so I figured it was a good place to stop. Um, there are a few more pages left in the chapter. If you don't have the actual books and want to keep reading it before I post the next episode of this, you can uh, find a PDF online, or if you have an actual copy, you can read that. Thanks, bye!